welcome back to Big Fish Little Pod. This is going to be a different sharing time. Today is June 1st. It's been uh, a week or so since the George Floyd murder. Um, and it's been a week or so of riots in our major cities and some of our smaller cities. And uh, I just feel like we need to talk about it because being silent about it seems to imply that it doesn't matter. And it does matter. It matters a great deal. So I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. I'm going to have a discussion where I have no idea what the answers are. Um, I'm not even clear what all the questions are. I just know that to be quiet is the wrong thing. And to go on and talk about other stuff is not the right thing to do today. So uh, most of you, I'm sure, have heard, seen, or talked about um, the news of the last week where police officers, one particularly putting his knee on the neck of a man who was accused of counterfeiting some bills or some checks um, and held his knee on his neck until the man died. Um, while three other policemen were there. And as a result of that, the community has, has tried to speak out and has erupted. Um, there's been some wonderful, peaceful demonstrations. There's been some wonderful things on both sides of people trying to, to make this as good as it could be. And there's been some horrendous things. Um, and, and then there's been some wonderful things as people talk about it. And there's been some horrendous things. Um, Normally, I don't like to talk in this venue or publicly in any venue if I don't know the answer or if I don't know the direction I should go. But at this point, I just know that we have to talk about it. So. I'm going to try. Amy's maybe a little more versed than I am in this, so she'll help us. Um, and we'll try. Because trying is better than being silent. Um, I 
I need to first say that I believe, and I don't know the numbers exactly, but I believe that 99 point something percent of all the policemen that, that are out there are good people who, who do try to serve and protect and who actually serve the public while they're trying to protect the law. I believe most of them are good-hearted, good-intentioned, and strive to do good and put their life on the line to keep us all safe. But there are some who have a virus, are infected, and are pointedly racist and hurt people because of the way they look or the conclusions that they've drawn about them as a race. And it dumbfounds me to see a video of somebody with his knee on a person's neck. And even when that person is begging because they can't breathe, keeps the knee there. I don't understand that kind of inhumanity. And when we look at protesters, I know that the vast, vast majority, 99 point something percent, are people that just feel like that's enough. We have to do something. We have to stand up for what's right because sitting home is wrong. And there are some people who use that situation for personal gain, for political gain, for social gain, for credibility in their community, or just because they want an outlet. And so horrendous things happen there too, which I don't understand. But for me, both of those things are simply, simply um, factors that show that something is dreadfully wrong with our society. And it goes back more than 300 years. It's easy for me to live where I live and pretend that none of that really goes on and that there's only a few crazy people, mean people, 
selfish people who do those kind of things. But at this point, me living where I'm living, not saying or doing anything to help society heal, notice, get better, something is just contributing to the problem. And so I just wanted to bring that up and and chat about it. I don't know if you want to yeah. go somewhere with this right now, Aim. Yeah, first I just I really appreciate you talking about it. It's um I've had a couple of conversations over the last few days where I felt really uncomfortable because it felt like a minefield and I didn't know how to navigate the conversation and I could feel how in the past that kept me from having the conversation and how I want to push myself to have the conversation even if I feel uncomfortable and so I really appreciate you modeling that for us um I think the only thing I have to lose in speaking up is like pride like my own ego yeah. <laughs> because the reason why i'm so afraid is not because i'm worried that someone is going to kill me unnecessarily or the reason i am afraid is not because i'm worried that i'm going to get beaten with a baton or the reason i'm afraid is not because i'm worried that i'm going to get arrested unnecessarily right. the reason i'm afraid is because i'm worried i'm going to look foolish yeah and that is not a good enough reason not to try. No. Right. Um, it's a really selfish reason not to try. And so I just really appreciate you modeling that for us, for me, um, because I think, yeah, I feel scared, but really the only thing I feel scared about is looking stupid and look saying the wrong thing and later regretting it because it wasn't the right thing to say, you know? But I think if yeah. I come from a place of love and I come from a place of wanting to be corrected, then it's okay to move forward, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I didn't mean to end it that way, but in the, that vein, there's a few things that you said that I want to talk about because I'm not sure if that's how we should say them. Absolutely, please. So one is that um, you recounted like these horrific murders, like, um, but then before you really got into it, you felt the need to defend the majority of police officers. Yeah. And the, um, and the majority of riot, well, protesters. Yeah. But I wonder, like, why do we need to, why do we need to say that, like, most police officers are good? Like, why is it important that we start the conversation with that? Like, shouldn't, like, because isn't that the same as what I was just saying about my ego? Like, isn't the only thing that bad that would come from people misunderstanding that is that they would be mad that we think that police officers are bad like shouldn't we be more concerned about the fact that someone died that someone was murdered like shouldn't that be like i know you didn't start the whole thing by saying before we say anything <laughs> i support police officers you know but right. i just I just don't, I just don't know, like, is that something that, that is 
even necessary for us to mention? Or, I mean, why do, why do you bring that up? Is it because you, you are worried about how the police officers feel? Is it because you think that this conversation may be more palatable for somebody if they hear that and you're worried that they might just turn it off and then they won't get the benefit of other aspects of this conversation? I'm just curious why we have yeah. that instinct. Let me, uh, let me try to answer that as honestly as I can. Yeah. Um, one, I have, I was going to say lots of friends because that adds power to it somehow, but I have like five people that are more than acquaintances that I would consider friends. Um, and two close friends who are everything policemen should be, police should be, you know, um, they're, they're loving, kind, strong, smart, um, caring people. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to damage my relationship with them mm -hmm. by lumping them in, a, in with a group of people that they would have stopped, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's the first reason because it could affect some of my personal relationships. Yeah. Um, the second reason is I don't want to lump everyone into a category, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. I, do you want to continue? I just have something. No, but, but so those are the reasons I do that. I'm more than happy to listen to some challenges. Um, yeah. I don't know why I resist against that, except like it reminds me of the, like, you know, the whole thing with the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement and the clarity that's been going around. That is this idea of like, well, not all men. And like that, like, well, this man did this and it's wrong, but not all men are like that. And it becomes this it cuts the original argument at its knees, you know, e even though it's true by emphasizing that not all men are like that. It somehow lessens the original argument and perspective and you were giving the original argument. <laughs> so you know what I mean? But, but even the energy of your argument turned when you went into the, but not all police are like that, you know? Yeah. So, and I think it somehow gives an out. I guess that's what it feels like. It gives an out for someone. Okay. You know, okay. Say, like, you know what I mean? I do. Um, I guess that leads me to ask a question of what I feel is, is reciprocal balance. And maybe that's part of my problem. But do we, do we also, because I made the same caveat about protesters, mm -hmm. you know, 99 point whatever percent of protesters are not thugs. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I mean, that's a whole nother, that's an entirely, I mean, we're not even going to use that word. <laughs> right. But, but some people are. I don't know. I don't reactionary know. individual, um, have other, other, um, other like forces pushing them that they give into besides protesting. Mm -hmm. And if, if we're going to excuse one in any way, then how does, how do we not excuse both? Yeah, well, that is a really good question. But I think in this case, it might be that we don't excuse both, you know, that the centuries of oppression put on one of those two parties is the excuse. And that's all they need, <laughs> you know, and that. Yeah, and so the other doesn't need to be spoken. That two are not equal. They're not being treated equal. They're not seen equally. And so we don't need to excuse them equally. Does that, does that? Yeah, that, um, I understand that. And part of the struggle for me is that that's not logical. Okay, but so much of this is not logical. Right, but it's not logical and it's not fair. So what we're saying is because of 300 years of things not being fair, we have to have things not fair now. Yes. It's a pendulum swing. Again, I, I don't know. I, I'm really reacting on instinct and the amount of uh, fast reading and listening and hearing that I've been trying to do. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, the two things, for, okay. The two things can't, we would both agree on this. The two things can't be compared first of all, because one is murdering a person and another is burning a business. Or dragging somebody out of a truck and killing them. Okay, that's a different thing. I didn't know that, about that. Yeah. Yeah, then I mean, if it's murder again, murder, then I guess that I didn't know that people were dragging people out of trucks and killing them. I think that happened last night. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't condone people dragging people out of trucks and killing right. them. But I, but I do understand and support like violent protesting and looting because like that has happened in the history of our country, as we know, and it got our attention. Right. Like, how many times has a black person in America been murdered by a police officer? And this is the first time we've talked about it on the podcast. Right. So the protesting and the looting is working. It didn't get my attention enough before. And now it is. That's how protesting and looting works. It gets people's attention. And it's historically worked that way. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Um, so I, I hear that you, when we were, I mean, we had this conversation, you went that way because again, when I heard you excuse, not excusing, but like doing kind of a prologue about the police, um, you knew in your mind that you were also going to do the same thing about the protesters. Right. Um, I didn't know that, you know, so I just heard you talking about the police at first. Yeah. Um, so I guess the idea is that you knew that people that might be listening to this are going to be coming from both sides, that there's going to be people who are angry at the police and that there's going to be people who are angry at the looters. So you were trying to show that you understand that the majority of both are good and that some people are behaving differently. Um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess, well, there's two things going on. Um, so I guess part of that is my debating training to speak the person's argument before they get a chance to. Um, and that's one of the things that you're going to hear as you talk about this. But the majority of policemen are good. Yeah, that that may or may not be true, but um, the system's bad because it allows this. You know? Um, and the people that I am talking to at this moment will say, well, what does burning down a building or, or yanking somebody out of a car and beating them up, um, what does that do to honor the memory of, of George Floyd? You know, so, to me, it's a debating thing. Let's get that out there first and then move on. I acknowledge that, so let's go on. Um, may not be a good thing, you know? Um, and so the what it does and you bringing it up and good job bringing it up, because that's what I want and that's, Right. That's why I'm willing to have these conversations because I want people to say, yeah, you're not going far enough here. <laughs> um, yeah. And what part of my white privilege is, is that I still get to pat on the back all my, all the things that gave me um the security and and success that I have um, and don't look at the fact that 300 years of treating one group of people as less than people and setting up systems that keep them down and that benefit me has not been fair. And so bringing fairness into the situation now is not fair. Right. So, yeah, that's, what I'm so that's what I have to look at. Yeah. If I, if I want to look at fairness, I have to look at 300 years of fairness. Exactly. And, I, and if we want to. Yeah. yeah. And so if I want to be a part of helping here, 
I have to be willing to endure some things that are not fair. Right. Yes. And, and is it fair to only talk about a murder when there's also looting going on and there is also bad talk of the police going on. So the fair thing would be to divide the conversation in three, one about murder, one about looting, and one about bad talking the cops. But those three things don't hold the same weight. You know, like somebody is murdered. (laughs) That one holds way more weight. And it's not just one person that was murdered, you know. And so... I think that's where when even if we don't lead the conversation with we shouldn't bad cop we shouldn't bad talk cops we shouldn't loot things even if we just include that in the conversation as an equal player we have a an imbalance okay you know does that make sense yeah like, it totally makes sense i mean being able to talk through it makes total sense cuz fairness know. does matter to me it's one of my one of my things that I can't let go of, even if I want to. Well, that's not true. You can let go of anything you want. Right. Well, <laughs> I haven't been able to let go of it, even if I want to. But in talking it out, we yeah. have we have three hundred years of not fairness. Yeah. So yeah. so even if this takes us two hundred and ninety nine years to to for me not to bring up that argument again we're still ahead of the game so i got it thank you yeah and i don't even know honestly i don't even know i'm not i'm not really the right person to lead you but i think what what i like about this is this messiness of even this conversation yeah these are the conversations i want people to be having with each other Right. Because I don't, I can't lead you in this and you can't lead me in this, but together, if we can discuss it, we're both coming to more clarity. And I think we're moving in the right direction. Even if Michael hears this or someone else who is much more educated than us in this, hears this and says like, oh guys, but you missed that you said this. Like, never should have said this. Like this thing was so bad. And you guys concentrated on that other thing, you know, like, so, you know, but I think, I, I'm excited to have more conversations like this Me too. where neither of us are really able to navigate it perfectly, but we both are willing to put ourselves in discomfort for more clarity, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so that's helpful for me um, in that I don't need to preface things anymore um i can just have conversations and deal with them as they come um and understand that we're talking about 300 years that has led us to here and that that's been totally one-sided and unfair. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, isn't that heartbreaking? Yeah. It breaks my heart. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I mean. You and I were talking before we did this about the Today Show, and and that's what Dylan said. She was she was crying all night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's embarrassing that it took us this long. You know, and 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 we. I don't mean to minimize your work or mine. Like we've both been working on these things. Like this is not a taboo subject in our right. lives. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's so important, and there's so much pain, and there's so much trauma. And there's so many lives disrupted and I have allowed my life to continue on disrupted and it's embarrassing. Yeah. That I let myself do that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's on a little off to the side conversation. I actually would love to just release everything we just did unedited and say that this is an unedited brief conversation where we navigated one issue together and that we want to, it's not perfect, but we want to encourage others to have a similar conversation with people in their lives. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's great. If I, and I guess, I guess for a little bit of lesson in that, I mean, I'm sure everybody's capable of getting their own lesson anyway. But for me, what that does is affirm the fact that I was willing to try to talk about it, even though I knew or I was afraid I was going to say things wrong, um, yeah. you know, or, or or have like a totally blinded conversation, you know. Yeah. Um, and you were willing to share a challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, that I wasn't sure of. Yeah, you know, like I didn't feel confident challenging you because yeah. I didn't really know what I was saying. Yeah, but it was helpful yeah. for me um, to answer that challenge, you know, and and to hear where I was coming from and what I was missing. Yeah. So for this week. So for this week, please hear the challenge of my young friends that I hope the future will be different for because they have learned some things. Challenge yourself to talk about the events that have just happened, the unfair treatment of people, of a group of people because of the color of their skin, and dare to think about how your life is different, better, more privileged, because of the color of your skin. And be willing to speak up when somebody is continuing the pattern of unfairness.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Big Fish Little Pod. We are having such a great time making this podcast, and we're really appreciating all of the feedback and input that we get from you. Please comment on the podcast post on my dad's Facebook page, or send us an email at bigfishlittlepod at gmail.com. Thanks. See you next time.